but it is not good enough. Never had swine, ironic, cause I eat a pig for lunch. And this crazy mama, mama said that I'll be the one to bring bacon home. I came back home to take back home for all my chickens who won't make it home. We're praying just for a taste of home. That's probably why I stay patient for. How ironic, that's what they be waiting for. I'm trying to eat with your little chicken. What the hell is you waiting for? Debating for. We're trying to shift the culture. Tell me what is you creating for? Innovating for. Articulating for. We're straight to or just debating for. But wait, am I doing too much? Trying to give the city light, cause this would blew me too much. They've been shooting too much, we've been losing too much How much death is too much, how many shots can he dump To make sure that he's slump, cause you don't like where he from 16 and 17 shots all through his spleen 50 minus 3, just when we lost Rodney King Got me wondering how much pressure too much To be the next king, or the next sale hush Should I want to go to hush, but to be quite honest Man, I've been sending too much, you got hoes, but I got hoes too So how many hoes is true love, how many women is too much CNN said he wasn't supposed to make 21, said it's 22 Got me wondering, like, how much living too much? Fell in school, the answer at the bottom of the bottle. How much liquor too much? How much handy too much? How many else can you take? How many lives can you touch? What if I hit 40 and I never ever blew up? What if I get lost and never knew what to do to get back where I came from? How many goals is too much? How many loans is too much? What if I'm dreaming too much? Maybe I'm thinking too much. Maybe I'm thinking too much. Don't pick on me, ball out, talk all out It don't even matter who you stick on me Kobe Bryant, my big coach 
are now listening to The Fifth Element. Sure. Last two tracks you heard was uh, 22 by Femda and then uh, Euros by the homie uh, Ohana Bam. Uh, the two, those two tracks are both produced by our guest today, Charles Loss, a.k.a. DJ Shad. Hey, what's poppin', what's poppin', y'all? You know, you quality, you quality emerging as one of the best producers in the city. Oh, man, you know? I appreciate that compliment, oh, my boy. Oh, for sure, bro. Glad to have you Definitely. here. No, man, producers don't get uh, as much credit as they deserve. So we're just trying to yeah. pay that forward, yeah. you know, because a lot of our favorite songs don't exist without producers. Yeah, Facts, that respects. is true. Facts, yeah, but I mean, um, it's a lot of it's really like on the producer as well. Like we got to really just take more time into branding ourselves mm-hmm. and, you know, putting ourselves in that position to where we can get the, the, the recognition that we deserve. So like we don't get it enough, but we got to we got to want we got to work harder yeah, to get sure. it at the same time. Yeah, like there's a lot of like the producers who like are like big out here, like the ones that like that are household names that are, like these like DJ Khaled and you know Metro yeah. Boomin. And those are guys who like really. Does DJ Khaled actually like produce? I don't, though? DJ I've producer. Never, well, I, I never. I want to see him in the studio yeah. and like I think, make a beat. I think I like he. See, I mean, like, if anything, I, I want to say he has access to yeah. the best producers. Yeah, yeah like, definitely. Like, you know, his, sure. his his catalog yeah. is crazy. So he, I yeah. don't know how he puts it together, yeah, but he like, always does. I know with him, I know like he definitely like started off as like a DJ producer, but then like yeah, now like he's kind of like at that point where he could kind of like just like direct, yeah, the whole studio. just put it all together. Yeah. yeah, I know he could DJ for sure. I just never seen him like make a beat or really <laughs> say, like in the credits like he made this beat. So I just want to, I want to see like a YouTube video or something. Oh, true, true, true. Oh, he's, he's probably got on his Snapchat. He puts everything on Snapchat. This is true. We got those Drake vocals yeah. in. Oh. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I, I used to follow him on Snapchat when it first got popular. But after a while, I had to like put it down because it was just it was it's overwhelming. Too much. It was definitely overwhelming. I, I, I feel like him in general, he's pretty overwhelming. Yeah. I don't know. I, I personally, I can't get enough of DJ. Okay, DJ. yeah, he's, he's pretty busting. Like I watched his um his other tone interview mm-hmm. with him and uh, that comedian, and he was bro was so, like he was hilarious. Like I could probably I probably laugh nonstop at a conversation with DJ Cali. Yeah, his song's adorable. Yeah, yeah. but all right. Let's get let's get back to the interview. Uh, so like just get to like just the basics, you know, background. Uh, where are you from? Um, how you got? How, well, your first introduction to, to hip hop. How'd you start? You know, well, DJing. Yeah, um, I'm from Dalton originally, and I uh, I was born in Chicago though. I lived in Dalton, live in Hazelcrest currently, and I uh, I got my introduction for music. Really, was just like whatever my parents was playing for the for the longest, and then. Like when I got old enough to have like my own like Walkman mm-hmm. CD player, I used to like go steal like my uncle's CDs out of my grandma's house when I go visit them. Mm. Like the like the Tupac like greatest hits and like Life After sure. Death and all of those, and that's really what like started like spark mm. for like my obsession with like rap music. But um, fast forward to like my freshman sophomore year of high school, that's when I really started DJing and taking it seriously, like working on my craft. And by the end of high school, I got into producing. And now, like five years later, I'm here, pretty sure. much. And like, how would you describe your like your production style? Because uh, um, I mean, um, it there's definitely like a range. Like you know, when I hear yeah. your work, you know, there's some like yeah, I, I hear some like you know like 
early Kanye, kind of like you had yeah. the soul samples. Yeah, I always loved like samples even before I started making beats. So like, and plus me being a DJ, it was kind of like I was, that was naturally what I really started off with was just like samples. And I still like use samples more than anything. But like, just wanting to be like well-rounded, I like verged out. I mean, like, like went out and tried different, like learned different styles and tried to master different types of styles. So I could pretty much, I could make a lot of different types of music, but like I'm definitely like that soulful, like that's that's that soulful type of range, like that just always comes out mm-hmm. the city is like basically what I what I identify myself with sure. the most, cause that's that's the favorite. I like plus um, I think I put like a lot of neo soul and jazz influence mm-hmm. into my music as well, cause that's the uh stuff I really like to listen to the most. Like neo soul is probably my favorite genre, so for sure. Like you, but you know, you also like you could make some like you know the last song you know Euros you can make some like traps. Yeah, trap style no, I could, style, I could definitely uh, put make some hits. bangers. <laughs> I could definitely put out some hits. <laughs> um, and they got a lot of coming. I don't know. I'm just gonna be doing a lot, a lot of different type of music at the same time because that's kind of what I want to do. So like every time somebody hears it, they never know what to what to expect. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I just keep people guessing. Yeah, sure. You got like some, you got, you got keep this dude. Man. You got like some orchestral type of beats, man. You just you're all over the place. Yeah, I definitely am. Gotta, all over. I just make what I feel, and I I feel everything. So for sure. Mm-hmm. Just, all right, just to kind of backtrack a bit, you mentioned that when you were younger, you'd be snatching some CDs. Yeah, I used to steal uncles. CDs from my uncle. Uh, from my uncle Attic. Let's let's uh, let's explore that real quick. Uh, one specifically, what like what. What specifically about hip hop did you latch on to, and then what oh, were some of like the, the more groundbreaking artists that you f- what first got into, and then which ones you really started exploring more? All right, well, I first like really when I was like outside of just listening to whatever mm-hmm. was on the radio at the time, when I really just started like listening for my own ear, I would um, like I said, the first CDs I really took that I remember were like the Tupac Greatest Hits CD mm-hmm. and like Ready to Die and Life After Death. I really like dove into uh ready to die because that was like i just like the 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 rawness of it and mm. like the like biggie was really rapping mm. and that's what i liked the most okay. about rap at the time all right like so really you like you, you just had a you just had a, a sharp contrast <laughs> <laughs> you had the west coast and the east coast yeah but i uh, mean how old were you during that time i was probably like a like anywhere between like 10 and 11 Maybe like maybe younger, maybe like between like I would say like eight and eleven. Okay, I was somewhere between the two. So where where were you at? Whose whose side were you on during during that oh, during epic that, time in history? Um, see, me being the good thing about me being that young is uh-huh. that I didn't even really under like I knew there was a like a clash for them, yeah. but you know the time had passed. By that like, by this time, I'm like um, it's like 2002, 2003. Gotcha. So that's all like that's all in past. Yeah. So I'm just really just listening to the music for the music. I didn't get none oh, of that okay. extra. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, Tupac's on this, Biggie's on this, but like I heard the diss songs and I appreciated them, but I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't here for that way. Mm. So like I was just listening to it as music. So I feel like I, that was kind of a good thing because it, it kind of like gave me an unbiased opinion. But I always gravitated towards uh, Biggie more over okay. Pac, mm-hmm. just because like I like I feel like Biggie was just like the better rapper, and that's what I liked about the music. That's what I liked about music at the time. So for sure. I dove in deep into that, and then. Started exploring other East Coast rappers like Nas and and Jay, and all of them. I actually I actually like just I like did my research on Nas before I did my research on Jay Z. But when mm-hmm. I did like my research on Jay Z and went back to like Reasonable Doubt and like Value One and all of those, like uh-huh. I just like those were just like yeah. The that's best. see that's that's mm-hmm. another conversation. So 
obviously we know that Femdot's one one of your your collaborators. Yeah, that's Femdot my boy. is mm-hmm. and like hard like diehard Jay Z yeah, fan. And I'm, I'm the Have same. Have you like, ever played Ether? Anywhere in the vicinity. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, could, I used to play ETH. I don't like playing ETH there now, just because I don't like the the beat that much. Yeah. But like, Nas was going crazy. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like Jay got some. Yeah. Jay had some jabs back on sure. that. Is, is that your chick joint? And then uh, Takeover and everything. I mean, Jay survived Ether, so yeah, ain't nothing wrong with that. That is true. But, um, Sonically, what like what gravitated you to some of these artists? Because um, we know, obviously, they got bars, but right. sonically, like, what's Sonically, what really gravitated me towards Jay, sonically, was that, like, he had that that mafia, like, mm-hmm. big boss player, like, feel to all of his, like, I mean, even it even grew with his newer, with his newer music, mm-hmm. he just, like, it just morphed, but, like, him at the beginning, like, it was just, like, he sounded like a movie, and it's just, that's what I liked about Jay, and what I liked about Nas is what he really just, like, told his story. Mm-hmm. About how and like I feel like everybody from, which is from the Bronx, I think. I think he's, uh, he's Queens. Queens. I mean, he's everybody Queens. from everybody from his mm-hmm. everybody from his borough. I feel like at, at that time, we probably could like relate to him the mm-hmm. most. Kind of like how, like in 2012, every everybody in Chicago was relating to Keith or whatever. Mm-hmm. I feel like he had that same mm-hmm. effect for it. I feel like that's what I that's what I enjoyed about it. Got like it. it felt it felt very authentic, listening to like early Nas. But then I went down to like, and then also me being a DJ, like I had to research music because I had mm-hmm. to play these songs for 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 these events, and I wasn't just doing like like parties my age, like for people my age, I was, but I also would do events for like <laughs> a, like older crowds. Mm-hmm. I would do like mm-hmm. kid events. How did like you? My, how did you break into that? How did you oh, break that was, into that was, that was, being uh, a DJ? That was my father. He took me. I was like when I first like this is like like a year or two uh-huh. into like my obsession with music. He just took me to Guitar Center. Asked me, do I want to be a DJ? I said, yeah. And I just like went home and just started researching everything, and eventually got like a like a CD mix console. Just yeah. before I had the turntables and everything, I had this little like two deck CD mm-hmm. console, mm-hmm. and I just would like try to mix with that, and it would all sound terrible. <laughs> but I was like, I knew how to mix like two songs, and that was uh, "Do for Love" for Tupac. Okay. And I heard him say by Kanye. That was the only two songs I knew how to mix at that time. I was like 13, <laughs> 12, 13. But like eventually, like I got a computer, then I got like a little controller, and then I started practicing with that. Then eventually, I brought my own turntables, started, and then I just kept upgrading, and now I got my own setup. And I just you DJ. ever play DJ Hero? Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, DJ no, Hero. No. I would. I never saw the point of buying that game with it. So I was like, if I want to play DJ Hero, I'll just go in the basement and uh, do it DJ. Myself. <laughs> yeah. right, you feel me? Like, yeah, I have sure. the real game. Before there was a game. <laughs> yeah, sure. uh, and who would you say, like, you know, are, like, the biggest, like, uh, specifically, like, referring to, like, producers or, uh, you know, other DJs? Who are, like, the guys who, like, really uh, influenced um, the most? Well, DJ-wise, of course, like, I used to, like, just research Jazzy Jeff videos yeah. on YouTube. Shout out DJ Jazzy Jeff. He was, he's, in, he's incredible. And then, like, when I was starting, when I was working on my own mixes and trying to, like, I would like get in the car like anytime i was in the car around like 5 p.m or whatever whenever like the 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 mixes would come on the mix shows would come on like power 92 and gci mm-hmm. i would like listen to those whether it was like ferris or like timbuktu or like v-dub or whoever was on at the time i would just listen to those and i'd go back and listen to mixes that i made and record it mm-hmm. and try to get my like my transitions to sound as clean as theirs mm-hmm. did so that was really my uh practice with that but also my probably my favorite dj it's probably um this guy that I uh this guy that I met named DJ B Man. 
that um he really was like the closest thing I had to a mentor as far as mm-hmm. DJing. And he's just like he's the great, he's the coldest. That man is that man is legit. Like I'm still trying to get as good as him. He's, he's legit. I mean, you mentioned that he's probably one of the greatest mentors you had. So what specifically was able to help you on? Like I with? mean, like before, because beforehand, like all I, I taught myself, like I looked on mm-hmm. YouTube and taught myself how to DJ. So I didn't have nobody mm-hmm. to really mm-hmm. like. I didn't know what was like what really was a good mm-hmm. DJ. So before, you know, I'm taught myself. I know how to make a little something happen. I'm thinking I'm doing something. I'm like 15, and then like I did this party and he was doing sound for it. And then I was DJing, and then he saw that I was okay. Then he started DJing, and I was just like, "Yeah, I, I wasn't on, I wasn't, I wasn't on a crumb. I wasn't doing nothing with my life. I, I knew I had, I knew what I had to do. Like after I seen him mm. move, so I, ever since then, I was just like, "Yeah, he's the like he's the goat. Like he's cold." And um, ooh, I just lost my train of thought. But uh, oh, like so, what goes into like to your process when it comes to? Cause, you know, you mentioned earlier that. You're really big on uh, sampling. Like, what yeah. goes into your process? Like, how do you pick a sample? Oh, I just—it's it's all in the ears. Like, I really don't try to think too much about it. It's just if I hear something I like, mm-hmm. I just I take that piece and I have to like like if I hear a sample, I kind of like imagine the whole beat mm-hmm. in my head before I even start working. Like, I premeditate it so mm-hmm. I have an idea going in most of the time. Or sometimes I just like try some different and see what and see what happens. But uh, yeah, usually I'll just like be on Apple Music or YouTube or something, and I'll just be, like, clicking on random videos if I like the artwork or the name, mm-hmm. just not even knowing what it is, and I'll just let it play, and if I hear something I like, I'll, like, save it. And I'll just put it in my computer and just start messing around with it until I find mm-hmm. something I like. And it, it like, it comes, usually, most of the time, it comes out pretty well when I pick sure. them. Uh, and then when you make these beats, you know, do you usually make them with, like, artists in mind like who like who you want to yeah, jump on that track most of the time sometimes i make a beat and i don't know who it's for but i sometimes i could most of the time i could hear a certain sound when like working with especially with an artist that i work with like mm-hmm. fem or like bam or anybody else i got a lot of people that i mm-hmm. that's like like in-house that i work with so i most of the time i try to like make a sound going for that person and but sometimes i just make something and i just have to like send it mm-hmm. and just i don't know Maybe I'll like it or try something different mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah, and then you just talked about, you know, your chemistry with Femdot, you know. That's, y'all, anytime y'all come together, it's fucking magic. Yeah. I swear, I... I yeah, I you're I'm, the one that keeps I'm cursing, I'm the one that ends up cursing the most. <laughs> and I, you know... It's I'm like, we like, give yeah, everybody I, rules. I didn't have to yeah. hold back a couple of times. But, <laughs> um, we give everybody yeah. rules and then he's the one that always breaks them. But, but yeah, it's all but good. Your chemistry with Fem is, is like, it's just impeccable. Um, and like you know, fam, he, you know he's gone on public record via the Twitterverse. Yeah. Uh, you know he said that you're the real MVP. And you know last Sunday, actually he said he'd been real. He oh, he's yeah, been the real that's, MVP. That's my boy. Gee. He True. got my first beat when I first started making beats. Yeah. Mm. Talk, talk about that man. process. Like, uh, how how did you transition from DJ to producer? What was um, what was the well, thought process for you? Well, like I was DJing for like three years at, by that time, and it's like my junior senior year of high mm-hmm. school and I'm just like this is cool but I wanted I wanted to get more into the process of mm-hmm. making mm-hmm. making the music yeah. didn't want to be a rapper though like I, I attempted when I was a child and <laughs> you, you were rocking with it I think, I think wasn't like my the thing. bars weren't, aren't impeccable. I mean it was cool but like I didn't I didn't like how my voice sounded I was just yeah. I just couldn't visualize me like doing that. this for real that was, that was me in the 8th grade like I friend. was just like oh this is not me like I, had it, I didn't feel like me but like I was but, like so like looking I, back, you could have been a rapper producer. Could have been, but I didn't want to. Like, yeah. Then I would have been like keeping compared to Yay and 
all this other random yeah. shit. I would have had to yeah. be like a completely different person. Cause like, you gotta be a you gotta have to be some type of person to be a successful rapper. Okay. Like, you gotta have a a thing about you, mm-hmm. and and I just I wouldn't I'd have to, I have to force that. I have a thing about me when it comes to DJing and producing. Okay, but like rapping wise, I just feel like that wasn't the move for your boy. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> it just we, wasn't we, the move. We appreciate that you you acknowledged yeah. it yeah. and then you were able to pick yeah. the lane you wanted to go like, into, and I, you've been yeah. you've been on a roll yeah. since. You feel me? So I was just like, yeah. Didn't like rapping. I was is, is I, there, I was DJing, but it wasn't enough. So it's just like I gotta try one yeah. more thing. Is there Charlos uh, like records? No, it's um the the collective is Get Rich with Your Friends. Okay, and um I don't. I, I mean, eventually we're gonna probably transform into some form of record business mm-hmm. type of situation. But I'm in the middle of figuring out exactly what I want to do and how I want to brand that right now. Got you. But as far as right now, the, the if we just as far as a group or a network of musicians or co- yeah. or, or creatives, we just get rich with your friends. Got mm-hmm. you. Did you ever record a, a, a song you spitting? Is is that like ex- accessible? It's gone. It'd no, be long gone. that was that was. <laughs> but but like, it did happen. It happened. Okay. Yes. Would you ever? Is it completely ruled no. out for yes, the future? Yes, All right, sure. yes. What, what what if you just like spit like a, a few bars, int- introing someone else? What if you, you just do closest, like, the closest, like a, like a DJ like, Khaled type thing? Yeah, just nah. like just do some ad libs. Nope. Yeah. No, no ad libs. Nah, nah. Not even do that. Nah, nah. I might, I might, I might like like talk on on the song or something. You okay. know, just just be like ain't it or just be me on the song. Okay. But I'm not. There nah, ain't no bars. Okay. Man. No time. I respect no that. No time. So. I respect that. I stay. I stay away from from all of that. Okay, but uh, for you, what was the process of producer to from DJ to producer? What like what were some of the tools that you were using to that introduced you into you no know, beat making and all that type of stuff? Oh well, like being a D, being, DJ and producer are like they're like really close together. Mm-hmm. So if you do one, you could pretty easily do the other. So me learning how to DJ and learning the mechanics behind that, I. Uh, it really helped me when it came to sampling, cause like yeah. I would, before like I would chop samples in my in in my machine program, I would just like make cue coup- points on my uh, mm. on my DJ software and just play with those. So like doing that, and then just knowing how to like learning how to like mix different drums and all of that, it just you would just you listen to this music so much, you start to really just break it down and you understand how how it how it works. So then you like I can do this myself then. And it started that process, but it's, it was it was a long process though. It took me a minute to really get like good at this. Like I was before I even got a a, a, machi- a like machine. I just I was looking up YouTube videos on how to make beats for like a year, mm-hmm. just to like make sure that when I actually got this, for one, it's something that I really want to do, and for two, like I don't have to spend all time all my time trying mm-hmm. to figure out how to make it work. I could kind of go in with an idea how it works. I just got to see it for myself. Mm-hmm. So. um yeah, that was that. And then as soon as I got the hang of how to how to work my program, I just like that was when I was able to really put like the creativity to work, like see what I could do. But um all of that, all at the same time I was going through all of that, I was in school, so it was kind of like I had to like make time and usually like mm-hmm. when I was making that time, I would usually be sacrificing like my academics or something else mm-hmm. or I'd yeah. miss out on something. So it was kind of hard to find that balance. Real. But I ain't gotta worry about that no more because your boy <laughs> just graduated. Hey, shout yeah, out to Congrats. It's busting. 
It's big busting from? now. Uh, Illinois State. Okay, oh, congrats. Sick. Yeah. What was the major? Uh, economics. Eee, Ooh, all right. Yeah, yeah. So it's 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 busting out there. It's busting now. I could just put a hundred percent into what I want to do. So we gonna see what happens. So, uh, and then I just want to backtrack a little bit. Uh, so you came through with Fem. Uh, he was your DJ last. Su- I mean, you were. <laughs> he was the DJ no, last. Yeah. Week. You were the DJ last Sunday. So like, really, like that show was as much as yours as it was his. Cause yeah, you're, like, it was. You're really, it was. It was bussing. It was. Yeah. Team. How did that feel? Just like, it was. I, it was one of those where you wake up the next day and it was like, damn, like that yeah. really happened. Like we really had there, that man. type you of were, night. You were going off. Yeah, no, it point. was. It was T. I mean, cause it's like, I'm not really trying to to brag or be like cocky or anything when I say this, but like. If I'm DJing, it's, it's, I'm gonna play some hits. Mm. Like it's gonna be T. Like I'm, a, I, I, I didn't did this enough, and I, I will speak as myself as, a, as a, enough of a professional where I could make you have a good time if I'm DJing. Sure. So that was like I had no mm. worries about that part. I knew I was gonna tee the people up. <laughs> but then like how every how smooth everything was, and then just really to see the love as soon as filmed out walked out, like mm. everybody really just like yelling. It's yeah. just like wow. Yeah, that was and like. Cause it was like by when we opened the doors, it was a it was like a few people started coming in, but by the time Mellow went on, it was a it was already like damn near full. Mm-hmm. And seeing that was that was just wild. And then him breaking out uh, Taylor and um, Joseph breaking out Saba, like that was big too. Like all of this, it was it was a great night. It was it was legit like one it of the was best, le- it was uh, a great like night. from from start to end one of the best concerts I've ever yeah, been. Yeah, it was a really good show. It was yeah. consistent. It was busting. Yeah, for sure. And. Uh, I forgot. Uh, That's my next question. All right. So we asked Femi last last week. Uh, I interviewed Femdot. Um, we asked him like, what are some producers who you know he sees like twenty years from now being seen as like yeah. you know guys like how we see like Drake, Kanye, yeah. you know Pete Rock, like these these guys who like really just shaped the game. He he mentioned you in there. Hey, that's my <laughs> boy, man. We gotta. I mean, of course, if he gon' if he gonna be a legend, I gotta be a legend. It, sure. it don't work without. <laughs> it don't work you, one without the other. Like yeah. he can't yeah. be the hottest if I'm not making him the hottest beats. Yeah. Y'all, so. man, y'all, y'all pretty much like the new Jay Z and Kanye. <laughs> hey, that that'll be crazy. We but, don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we gonna see what happens. Yeah, but yeah, it's just like. Uh, but who are some? But on your opinion, like who are some producers that uh, right now? You know who you really think are like twenty years well, from now you know, like, like of course like Metro Southside and all of them are like consistently been going stupid for like the last four years mm-hmm. like it's a pretty high uh, I like Seasick a lot I, mm-hmm. I really want him to have a wave and get his shit busting like his shit been busting but like I want him to like really have one of those years where he like yeah. just break through yeah like mm-hmm. I think when Metro like really just burst on the scene was in uh, like around 2015 yeah when uh, he executive produced "What Time to Be Alive," yeah. ever since that time, I've just been like, "Yeah, Metro's been Metro's, been Metro's been going crazy. Uh, C6 going crazy. I want to see um, Key Wayne have a great year and in London. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really I love London because every every time he every beat he makes is so smooth. Like mm-hmm. he just makes everything that you could just ride in a car to and have a good time. Like I don't know, he's his, his beats are just always smooth to me. Um, who said Key Wayne for, for the longest since like 2010? I feel like Key Wayne didn't had the hits, but I don't know what like he'll make them, but he'll he he hasn't gotten that like that breakthrough shine that like mm-hmm. Metro has gotten. I feel like he could have an opportunity to have that. Um, let me see who else is going crazy. I really don't know a lot of other uh, 
I feel like I'm missing some people, but yeah, I don't know. I got I got my 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 guys. I got two of my homies that uh, I got a shout out gang one time because they they are really like like y'all think I'm hot. They are hot. Like it's my uh, guy Fifty Hand and my homie uh, Cooper. I taught both of them, like, halfway taught them how to make beats. But they, like, just took it and, like, ran mm-hmm. with it and got really good really fast. And those <laughs> guys are just, like, every time they send me something, I'm just like, wow. Like, okay. wow. Like I, like, I need to go into back into the room and make something now because y'all didn't went crazy. But they, they're going to be hot. Like, those are, like, that's, like, long in the future, like, coming years. They're, like, you're going to see them and they're going to they gonna make their wave. For sure. What, what are some... Uh some highlights or goals that you've been able to accomplish these last few years? Um, highlights was probably the last. A lot of them came in, like, in the last year. Like, going to South By was a big highlight. We've been trying to go to South By since, like, 2012, 2015, Talk about that. How was that? That was, was, uh, it, was that your first time there? Yeah, it was our first time okay. there. Um, I had a show with Ohana Bam, and I had a show with Femdot. And it was it was great. I mean, like. I didn't go into South by expecting too much because I know it's so much going on, and I know like it's not going. You're not mm-hmm. going to really know everything what to do your first time, so it's not going to be like the best. You're not going to use utilize that trip the best. Mm-hmm. But we definitely did a lot of did, did a lot of uh, networking, had a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. It was a it was it was a lot of walking. I had like my I was so tired. We was there <laughs> for like Tuesday to like Sunday, okay. and it was just it was a lot of it was a lot of stuff that we learned so that next time we go we make a better mm-hmm. trip but it was good like that was that was a great first experience and it was it was it was a lot of fun um the headliner was that was another big thing um seeing uno make double xl was huge because we never made double xl before mm-hmm. and just really like a lot of a, a lot of my other like goals even before like all of these like these these level ups as far mm-hmm. as outer things just putting these projects together mm. like my like my 22 ep snow was a huge thing like that changed everything for me just like in like this on the inside like that 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 readjusted everything and just seeing film put out his make his wave because that man's been working forever like that was mm. great seeing all that seeing that continue to go is great and everybody else like ohana bam seeing him make his wave is great I got this guy from J Hop. I mean, from St. Louis, named J Hop. <laughs> and then shout out uh, to J Hop, <laughs> my boy. We got we have a whole uh, like project coming this mm, summer, sure. and that's gonna be huge. I'm trying. We trying to get his way busting because St. Louis is catching catching some some traction now. Mm-hmm. With me not yeah. going crazy. Oh yeah. Shouts to bro. Um, but yeah, just got I got a, a few singers that I'm that I'm working with that we gonna try to get get their get their thing going. I got another artist from Atlanta mm-hmm. that I'm working with named Young 99. Um, I'm also we in the process of getting his getting his uh, sound and brand right, but it's gonna be a lot of a lot of it's a lot of content coming and it's a lot of stuff that we putting in place. So it's gonna be a it's gonna be a busy time in the near future, but it's gonna be busting. That's so. Uh, what are, what are some goals you have um, that you have yet to accomplish or want to accomplish? I got some some ideas I want to put like that want to make real within like the next couple years, as far as like the music I want to put out. I don't really talk too much about mm, that because I like keeping yeah. it yeah. secret until I get it all done, or get the whole the whole concept together. Um, 
I really just want to. I need to. I just want to read because I've been gone from 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 the city for the last five years between like being because being in college. So I want to um really get reacclimated in, into like the DJ scene mm-hmm. out here to the club scene and everything. Mm-hmm. So that's a goal I have for uh, this next like the rest of this year is really just reintroduce myself mm-hmm. to people because I'm here now. Um, outside of that, just work on Della Creme too. Work on uh. He's not like just finish up projects with people, get a lot. Cause I've been a lot of people been asking for work from me, and I haven't really been able to like deliver as much as mm-hmm. I wanted to. Cause mm-hmm. I've been in having to deal with, with school. Right. So now that I'm out, I just really want to focus in and get people the work that they've been asking, so we can we can start really moving how we want to. And what? really just staying busy, just staying busy and making money, so I don't have to get a real job. <laughs> uh, that's that's the goal. Yeah, that's staying busy, making money, and, and just. Put progress in as far mm-hmm. as my music career. That's really like the the big thing, the big goals right now. But um, once 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 the income really start coming mm-hmm. in and we can start making certain things happen, then I'm be able to really think outside the box as far as my next goals after that. So that's really what I'm trying to just establish my foot and being a, mm-hmm. a a newly like a new graduate. You know, a little bit of money in my pocket, but I'm not really out here sustaining myself for real. So I'm really just trying to trying to get my foot in as an adult. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm a new adult. So. Mm-hmm. What have been some turning points or, uh, or I, I guess just moments in your life where you said, all right, well, I'm on the right path. This is what I'm doing. Everything's working out for me. Uh, or oh, maybe man. or maybe what are some things that keep you pushing forward? Um, really things I can be pushing for for real are, are, are real life like the L's I be taking in life because mm-hmm. like it's been a lot of them since mm-hmm. I since I went to college like I was oh. I didn't really like I felt like I didn't almost like like mm-hmm. strayed away from really what I was trying to do just trying to figure out how I really wanted to, how I really wanted my life to go in college so um that really had my head like like messed up for for the last few years but um just seeing, just seeing like the progress we made as as far as because I wanted like my main mm-hmm. goal has always been like pursuing the music. So seeing that this, like the 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 process is slow, but like seeing actual like change and progress and mm-hmm. establishing a footing, like seeing those things are really the things that like okay, like we we can do this. You just got mm-hmm. it's going. It's like, it's not a matter of this. It's just a matter of when, and you just gotta survive it. Like you just gotta survive the lows. And and, pro- and and use those as motivation and progress through them. So then, when your time comes mm. for you to to have your moment, you are fully prepared for it, and you could you could take off from there. Because sure. a lot, like if you work hard enough, and, and and you know you really want something hard enough, you're gonna get that chance. Mm. But it's just a a matter of what you do once you have that chance. And a lot of people don't really think of that. They just get their chance, and they let that chance really just mess their head up, and they end up losing that what they mm. really wanted after a couple of years and I want this to like once I get it it lasts and indefinitely almost so mentally how is that for you how is uh the, I mean just you talk about the process it's a long process you it's, like, it's, you know, it's it's um it was tough at first I mean just you know it was frustrating for sure but now it's just like at this point in my process it's kind of like I'm I'm climbing up I'm going up the hill, so it's like I'm not really at the bottom mm-hmm. no more. So I'm not super pressed, but it's just it's a lot. It's a lot more pressure because these guys, because you got to deliver. But that's not really a bad thing. Like it's it's really a good thing. So now I'm just ready to uh just to put my put my head down and really put this work in for sure and show mm-hmm. people what I what I can do. 
So it's exciting, right? It's at the point of my process now. It's starting to get really exciting. So that's what's up. Who have uh, what people have been able to hold you down throughout this process? Oh, the the family, and and, and gang. And, uh, that's, and that's 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 it right there. <laughs> they they didn't help like you know that's yeah. It's all family for real, but definitely like my parents, my sister, my grandparents. You know. Cousins, all of them, like people, like you know, my my friends, real friends, mm-hmm. my mm-hmm. people I work with, you know, just it's just all like, they definitely like they hold you down. Like we all them, we all them put like invested all of uh, each other individually into this. So it's like it's we we in this for the long run. It's 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 it's, it's deeper. So definitely without them, like I wouldn't really be able to move. I want to just have the mindset to like keep going. As much as I want mm-hmm. to, if I didn't have these people who I felt like I depended on and who depended on me, mm-hmm. so for sure, you said you're in it for the long run. Um, so in that you no know, same sentiment, what are some things, some of the things you want to be remembered for as a producer, individual, uh, mood crafter, um, emotion maker? I just wanna uh, I want to be remembered for really just like like making people feel like for real again, like with the music, like just really just bringing out like something that makes you feel whether it was good or bad or something just something that really just really connects with you because most music now don't really connect with people like it's just mm-hmm. it's just something that you could you could either tee up to or it just sounds yeah. good like you don't have songs that mm-hmm. really touch mm-hmm. people no more so that's really what I want to like be remembered for because I be feeling these things so mm-hmm. and I know I'm probably not the only one so if I could make you if you, you know, if I could help you get through a feeling or you could feel that without having having it destroy you mm-hmm. and that's definitely what I would like to be remembered for and, and just like making making like the hits like just making good good music all around mm-hmm. and and just being a good person who are some artists that you want or look, look forward to working with in the future um it's actually funny because I don't like as far as like other artists outside the team or like artists who are already like established in their careers and are like superstars i don't really like have a huge want to work with those type mm-hmm. of people because like the best music i always make be with the people that i'm mm-hmm. around like the like, mm-hmm. film or somebody but there's a few exceptions that i will make to that uh <laughs> to that rule and um j cole's one of them um kendrick of course is one of them sure. um it's a few. It's actually a few people who I know throughout the city that I would want to um, work with. Uh, Saba would definitely be one of them. Um, it's a few people that aren't super known yet that I will be working with, who are going to be known, because you know Chicago is just like an endless wave after wave of artists. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna. I definitely want to help like usher in mm-hmm. future waves, including my own. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna be working with a lot of people from the city outside of team but um yeah i think as far as like and i, I would work with a lot of singers mm. like i would um uh, i would definitely want to do a song with like jill scott okay because that'd be Shout crazy um there's a few other it's a lot i could go down the list forever okay but um how many more questions you got uh i just got like some more like quick okay. ones but like, for us, like what's like a so you got unlimited budget what's like What's that studio looking like? What's, oh, what's the dream? What's man. the dream collaboration? Unlimited budget to make one song. To make one, one song? song? Yeah, one song. Oh, man. To make one song. I'll probably just put, like, 
gang in the studio with like a full orchestra or maybe like a full band and I don't like I don't this this unlimited I don't know I don't I, that'd be hard have you been able to use live instrumentation yeah I didn't producing? I didn't used um on my projects no we had like seven singers form a choir we mm. had uh like on 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 the intro song we had two violins and a cello mm. uh we didn't had saxophone players come in and record for us we didn't have guitarists come in and record i love using live instruments on uh my music i wish i can do it more i need to meet more uh musicians and make more money so i could pay these <laughs> musicians <laughs> to come and do this but um well, now SoundCloud is going to start paying producers, so who knows? That's crazy. Yeah. That is crazy. I need to uh, look into that. Oh, yeah. But, uh, um, yeah, I would definitely, I don't know, I just, I wouldn't, I'd put them in there with probably like three stacks and I don't know, uh, some of the greatest singers ever and just try something out. Mm -hmm. But I, I would want like, it had it only had to be one session. I don't want like some time, like maybe like a couple of weeks, just so we can get like we can all get a like a real vibe going together okay. and mesh. And then we'll probably put out the greatest hit ever. But really, like that would be that would be. I I want to spend more of the money on how the studio was than who was in the studio. Okay, what specifically? I'll be having like certain ideas. Like I would want like a like one of my one of my dream studios would be like a studio where. I could kind of like almost make like the studio a different place. Like if it was like something like in all of the walls and floors and stuff that I could like add like clouds to it or okay. like put like a have us in the desert or somewhere in a different what? state. I don't know something like that under, like underground or something. I mean, like I would I would make it so like the studio can like put on the illusion that you're in a different okay. place. Got you. Cause I feel like that would help with with how you like if I'm making a song that feels like I'm underwater, yeah. I could like change That'd be like crazy. the studio to like if if, if the studio is like under a, a yeah. pool or under the yeah, ocean or if something. You, if you get about the illusion that you're like actually underwater, mm. like in the studio, or like I make a, a song that sounds like you're 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 flying in the sky, and I could we could put like blue and clouds yeah. all around us, and you could feel like you're in like actually in the sky. You could look at the ground. And you just see like the floor, but it has like a screen under the floor. Mm. A screen on the floor, and you can just see like the sky. You just look like you're floating. Like that would be crazy. That'd be trippy. I don't know if I'd want to be <laughs> in that room. <laughs> It'd be crazy. It would definitely be crazy, but it it would it would help the process of okay. making the music a lot. Respect. Like it it'd be intense, definitely. But like it gets intense okay. when you when you when I'm really like making something that's that's like in like that deep. Like it get like it's intense. So is, is there like any any specific method you use when recording music? Like I know for a fact, uh, just watching like different uh, mini documentaries or just you no know, video pieces. Uh, does colder, warmer weather help like the creation of music? Um, is that something you use as well? As far as colder and warm, like the faster, like, like if the you use somebody like room temperature, drop bars, and they gotta be cold. It, I mean that that'll be more at the artist's discretion. Okay. Me, I really don't care as far as how I feel weather wise, yeah. but. I use like color bulbs when I'm working on music. Mm. Colors definitely help me a lot. Or like when I was living in my apartment, like on camp, like all right, right off of campus when I was in school, mm. I had like this huge window right in front of my desk where I work. So like in the daytime, I get like all the light, and I really like that a lot. 
uh, kind of like making music more with daylight than actually at dark at night. Mm-hmm. Plus, I like making music more when I first wake up than like trying to stay up all night mm-hmm. for it because I feel like I I have a fresher brain. So um, I kind of like that more as far as wanting to make music in the perfect setting. I'd probably be more towards like daytime, have a bunch of light coming through my studio or something like mm-hmm. that, and. And I mean, at night is cool though, cause I get to actually play with the. Uh, I got like these smart bulbs that I could get like a, like thousands of different colors on, and I have like three of those. So like, it'd be cool to play with that at night. But I'm definitely more of a morning, like creative person. Dope. Than a night creative person. Getting a little bit more politically, this is this is a very political yeah. question, not specifically politically politically, yeah. but very uh, important question we ask everybody. Femdop's been able to answer this. All the rappers we've been been able to answer yeah. this. Uh, when it comes to food, are you an Uncle Remus or Harold's fan? Uh, I'm I'm I I don't be out west that much, so I'm definitely uh Harold's shoddy out here. Okay, respect. Um, but I'm I'm not I'm not you know you're, you're not, not against okay. the, the the Uncle Remus. You feel me? I had it a couple times. Yeah. It's a smooth. It's it's smooth. I rock with it. But Femme I mean, said he, like, he loves Harold's, but there's a spot in Evanston that he said was apparently better. I don't. I, I wouldn't no. know. I don't be. I don't no. be nowhere near Evanston unless I'm pulling, <laughs> I, I, unless I'm pulling up on close. Even Fem don't even live in Evanston. No, okay. he close, but he don't live in Evanston right now. So yeah, I don't. I wouldn't know about that spot. But um, I, I definitely. I'm Harold. I mean, because that's I didn't grow up on Harold's. Okay. I always had Harold's. <laughs> I just found out about Alcaremus like a, you know a few years ago. Okay, mm-hmm. so it's just like you can't really be Harold's mm. no matter what. Like that's just it's just what I know. So, um, but yeah, I'm not gonna throw no shade to okay. Alcaremus. No, it's all. it's all good. Uh, besides that, what are you listening to? What are you watching on TV? What's a good movie or a good TV show that you like? You're on oh, to right well, now. I watch like shows like. Um, power and like insecure i don't really okay. watch too much regular tv gotcha. like i may throw on like family guy or something just mm-hmm. when i i kind of want to fake watch tv yeah. yeah but not really outside of that i watch a lot of anime okay oh, respect yeah that's that i watch a which, lot of uh, anime which anime is you watching um i don't i don't watch them i don't watch a lot currently i'm watching the new naruto series, okay. the boruto series mm-hmm. i've finished naruto that's probably i will say this and this will probably start like a wave <laughs> like anime heads like naruto is better than dragon ball uh, z i'm sorry that was literally going to be like my follow-up question like I'm dragon sorry. ball z and naruto dragon ball z i will always show respect to it because i grew up on it mm-hmm. and i wouldn't know about but none you of just rock shows. with uh naruto more but naruto that storyline is too legit man storyline story is very legit like Dragon Ball Z it was a lot of holes in that yeah, storyline. No, you right. could come back to life whenever. Yeah, DBZ <laughs> is definitely. But I like the new. Up. I like the new one. Mm-hmm. I've yeah. been watching the new one. I like that one a lot. Like it's it's, it's super busting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watch like One Piece. Um, Damn, One Piece is too. That's too many. I watch. I watch. I watch a lot. I've been. I, sometimes I just go on and watch random shows just to like just to watch stuff because I just I don't. I'd rather be watching like that. Like cartoons than okay. just like Respect. regular like TV. Yeah, but like as far as like regular cable, I always get like the Law and Order, like Bussin, or like just you know Martin Fresh Prince. Those the ghost just, shows. Have you ever thought of sampling a lot of those like intro yeah. songs? You know, yeah, uh, like uh, on that song Magnolia. <laughs> Magnolia would be yeah. dope. Magnolia, he sampled yeah, Pierre J- sampled yeah, uh, Jamie Foxx Fox for his tag. That was very. I like the Jamie Foxx show a lot. I think it's underrated. I hope, yes. 
I definitely like the Jamie Foxx show. But um, that was definitely, when I saw that on Twitter, I'm like, all right, that was creative. I hope they don't get sued or anything for it, or they figured that out ahead of time, because that'll be kind of lame. But no, nah, um, besides that, Magnolia is so hot. Like, I can't stop. I can't, every time it comes on, no matter how many times it plays, I have to move. I have to dance to yeah, it. It's that. so hot. Shouts to Playboy Cardi and Pierre. But um, mm. yeah, I, 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 mm, that's pretty much all the TV I really watch. I don't, yeah. I don't, I, I listen to music more than anything, so I don't be watching that much TV. Gotcha. Like, I'll wake up, and usually the first thing people do is turn on TV. Like, I'll, like, turn a song on my phone or something before that. For sure. Yeah, yeah. you have any last questions, or should I uh, ask the last question? Hmm. Uh, oh, what's the best beat you've ever made? Oh, man. Oh, that's, that's like asking difficult. me to pick from his kids, man. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, like, one that's up there and arguably the best is probably... uh. The song, like the beat I made for the song "Dreams," because mm-hmm. that that's that one. That song is is ridiculous, um, and it's been like three years since I made that beat and song, and it's still like ridiculous. So it's definitely up there. I wouldn't, I can't really tell you for sure runs the best because it's it's a lot, and a a lot of them serve like different mm-hmm. purposes. Right. So they're like the best in their own way. But what's the beat you've ever heard, just from like anyone anywhere? Like the best, best, like best production. Oh man, that's that's damn near a harder question. <laughs> um, just wonder, can you name a couple? Uh, I guess you can name a couple if it's if it's a toss up. Yeah, it's definitely a toss up, man. Um, oh man, I would say that uh, Kanye has a few of them. Uh, let me go back to. Uh, I would say that Drive Slow is one of the best mm. beats I've ever heard. And probably um, the next one would be like All of the Lights. If I had to pick two from mm. Yay, like those are two of the coldest beats I've ever heard. Um, Timberland got a few. I can't even name. I gotta, I, it's a, too long of a list. Like I can name like a top 10 or like 20. Mm. Timberland got a few. Timberland got a few low key beats that I love. Like put you on the game. That's on like the games album, the yeah. first album. That's one of my favorite beats ever. I like it every time it comes on. And like dirt off your shoulders. Mm-hmm. And those are just like the rap hits. Like if you go to like Timberland's R and B hits, he has endless. Um, Pharrell has some of the greatest beats I've ever heard. They're like beautiful and um, he had a few other ones like Mr. Me Too. Mm. It's ridiculous. Um, that 702 song, I Still Love You, is one of my favorite joints. Uh, who, uh, You Don't Have to Call is probably like, mm. if I had to make a real list, that, mm. that beat would probably go in that real. Like a Did he produce top five. I think Pharrell definitely produced that. That beat is ridiculous. Um, <coughs> let me see, who else? It's too hard because then I can just go down like straight like old school rap beats and I can go like new stuff like I don't know Metro got a couple beats that's just like re- that I just can't deny mm-hmm. like <laughs> that are just so I just be like damn Metro if if you're uh, if you're DJing what are like the first few songs you gotta like put on to just get the party started oh man 
all the ratchet stuff. Oh yeah, uh, I mean at Sunday, at, once you put on <laughs> knock, once you put on knock with you buck, that's yeah. when like everyone yeah. started going, <clears throat> everyone started going crazy. And those were just like I was just trying to stay with the with the vibe of the night. Like mm-hmm. I wasn't like I was trying to give them that like early two thousand nostalgic feel when I was playing those hits. But like if I'm just like in a club or something, I'm probably. Um, you know, I'm probably playing, playing some. I probably play some future. Okay. I play all the future. I mean, of course, you gonna play him. You gonna play future. Future the goat. You gonna play. You gonna, you know, future have. You gonna play the future. Hendrix, um, the wizard. I'm playing like some old, some some old Walker in there, cause that's he's still T. He's still yeah. T. I love Walker. I'm playing, cause I need to, I need the shorties to dance. Like when I, I I will when I'm DJing, I DJ for the women, because they though you should not care about the men in the party. Women are the ones who gonna make sure your party busting or not. <laughs> Who cares about the dudes? All they gonna do is jump and be sweaty and throw their dreads around and just look silly. Like I'm rather DJ to make sure the women are either dancing or twerking the whole time. Okay, and respect. <laughs> you feel me? Because that's that's the smart thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like I will definitely play all the K stylists and old Travis Porter and and like clap by Walker. Like all the, all the joints that get shorties dancing mm-hmm. and like. Yeah, that's pretty much that's that's pretty much the hits I'm playing to get people up. Like just just those. For sure. It also depends on like the vibe too. Like if I'm doing like something that's a little more like not as club night party things, like something during the day, it's nice. You can still get people dancing with like some some smooth stuff. But um, that's pretty much it's it's a lot I can go into DJing because you could it's so many different events that I do. Okay, uh, why should people continue to invest in Charles Lost? Oh, because I will make sure that you always get your get your worth back, get get what you put in tenfold. I don't know, like if you feel me, you book me to DJ your party, I'm gonna make sure you have a good time. You pay me for a hit, I'm gonna make sure you have a hit. Like it's just, I I take it seriously. So if you feel me, if you want, like I, if I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna make sure. Mm-hmm. Like, that's with me with anything for the most part outside of like school. If I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna make sure it's done like to the best of, of my mm-hmm. ability to do it. So, and what about you individually? As far the as the person, as far as just like what? Just all right. So investing you musically, and then investing you just as, uh, individually. As you. I'm yeah. just a, I'm a, I'm a great person. I'm not annoying for real. Uh, I got hella jokes, <laughs> so you gonna laugh if you rock with me. Um, I don't know, like I'm. I just feel like I'm. I I, I don't know, like I used to think that I used to be very like antisocial mm, and mm-hmm. like introverted. I'm still kind of like, like I like my alone time damn near too much, but I still like spend time out with people. But um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I realize you know people like if I'm just chilling and just me around people, they actually like me. So I just started running with that, and now I just know how to like really just be a good person to people, and they like it. So for sure. For sure. And then how can people get in contact with you? Um, Twitter and Instagram is my my names for both of those are Charles. I'm lost. No underscores. And then lost spelled L-A-U-S-T-E. Mm-hmm. And that's really it. If you like want my Snapchat or something, you got to actually like know me. I'm not that. I'm not okay. famous. So I can't just give out my <laughs> snap yeah. to people. I give it out to y'all like for afterwards. Sure. But sure. like. Uh, I can't. I don't just want to shout out my Snapchat because I be doing all types of wild okay. <laughs> shit on Snap. Any any last plugs? Any shout outs? Um, shout out uh Gangnam. You know, Garage, Ohana, all of them. Shout out uh, it's everybody I know. 
I ever met that was cool or not cool. It's cool. You feel me? Shout out to all of y'all. Hope y'all have a good day, whether y'all listening or not. You know, it's Saturday. It's like 90 degrees mm-hmm. outside. We tea. So that's really all I want to say as far as the end of that. 